you're listening to the Talking Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. Today's episode is a review on a short. We don't usually do that. Especially by itself. <laughs> yeah, we don't usually do short shows just because, or short films or whatever, because they're usually just too short that we end up going, well, we talk longer than the show itself, and you might as well just go watch it, but... Uh, a lot of really cool things in here I want to talk about, and I figure we'd go ahead and just talk about it just to kind of promote it, because I think it's something that should be promoted, and then we can probably later on get into some more spoilery talk just to kind of give our ideas of how it kind of panned out. And that short is, of course, Shelter, which was done by, uh, was produced by Porter Robinson. Uh, it was done through A1 Pictures as a studio. Uh, it's an interesting little story. Uh, technically, what happened is uh, Porter Robinson was with Crunchyroll, and A1 Pictures had come over to AX, and they had been introduced to Porter Robinson and the concepts of what he wanted to do for this particular short film. And it ended up kind of happening. He went over to Japan and got introduced to the A1 Pictures people, and he kind of pitched his idea, and they went through with it, and they made a six-minute short. Most people kind of call it a music video, um, but it is a story that is kind of telling through the song itself, and it's an interesting little story. It's basically... I don't want to get too much into it because it is a six-minute short, so keep that in mind. But basically, it opens up, and you're seeing this girl, and she's kind of in a... It seems like a futuristic world. It's kind of digital. Uh, she has a little uh, little iPad thing, or a little tablet. It's, it's it's like Minecraft world on crack. <laughs> yeah, it, essentially, she's in a little room, and whatever she does on this little tablet, it kind of manipulates the world around her, and she's able to create trees and move them around. She's creating landscapes. All that kind of stuff. And it kind of goes from that point into eventually to kind of telling a really quick story. And like I said, it is a short, so it's only six minutes. It's not really a lot being told there. But what they ended up bringing from this particular quick six minutes was a compelling concept, a quick uh, message, and then it kind of concludes. And I think they did it really, really beautifully. Uh, it was a very beautifully animated as well. This is one of the one pictures where it doesn't look like they really skimped out on anything. Um, and it's definitely a, a great little thing to go out there and check out. And it was really cool. It, it definitely feels like a passion project all around. Yeah, and it was really cool because they had uh, some behind-the-scenes, a really quick behind-the-scenes video where they talked about it. And having Porter Robinson, of course, is an American uh, musician, pretty much saying this is like... I didn't even think this was going to happen, but I've like went there and I visited him like so many times, and then it came to the point where I realized that this was probably going to be one of the most greatest artistic thing I was going to end up doing. And of course, there's the argument of like, oh my gosh, this is not anime because it was produced by an American. Yeah, I can get your arguments there, but it was still animated by uh, A1 Pictures, uh, the key animators, the the. Uh, the character designers, everybody was Japanese, and it just had a really cool little message in there. So just putting that aside, it was a really cool little concept they put here. The director was Akai uh, Toshifumi, who was a key animator for many projects. Uh, had a lot of involvement in uh, Sound of the Sky, which I really, really liked. Had a lot of involvement with the original Idolmaster. Uh, the character designer was uh, Megami Kono, who was the key animator for a lot of projects as well. And also was involved with Idolmaster Cinderella Girls and Vivid Red Operations. So, really cool little people that were behind this. It was a, it's one of those things that you don't really see often. It just kind of happened, and it's something that I was like extremely jealous of, like watching this behind the scenes. Going, this would be a really cool thing to get into and be able to put something like this together. And like I said, I can't 
can't get too much into detail about what happens in it, but I think it was a really heartwarming story. It was a really bittersweet story, and it was one that really kind of it, it, it shot the emotions. It was definitely one of those that it starts out with a soft punch, and then it gets a little bit harder of a punch, and then it gets a little bit harder of a punch, and then eventually you're you're just nearly in tears by the end of it. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was one of the things when I see it first pop up, I was like, I'll have to check that out later. And then I'm starting to see people talk about it. I'm like, crap, I didn't watch it right now. And I watch it on my phone. I'm going, that was really awesome. But I don't want to watch it on my phone. So that night I, I fired up again. I watch it all the way through again. And then I'm going, hey, Chris, have you watched this yet? And he's like, no, I haven't watched it yet. I haven't got a chance. I'm like, we're watching it right now. He's like, I can just watch it. Like, no, we're watching it right now. It's six minutes. <laughs> I can spare six minutes to watch this again. I'm fine with watching just it again. Just admit it. You wanted to watch it fourth time. Turn it up, full blast. All that. I think I've watched it about 10 times now. I've listened to this song, which is available on iTunes. It's called Shelter by Porter Robinson and Madian. So definitely go download that. Um, I've listened to that song on repeat over and over again because it's a great song. Um, but yeah, it was a really cool little project. It it came together really nicely. It it told a really quick message, and I think it was beautifully done. There's there's criticism back out there like, oh, this is because it's a cute character. And I'm like, well, you're not really seeing the full picture of what's in here. And like I said, I don't want to get into what that is because I want people to go out there and watch it. Um, so I guess right now we can just go ahead and jump into some spoiler talk since we've successfully made it to just about how long the song the show is. So let's just jump into spoilers. If you have not watched it, go watch it right now. And uh, I'll give you a couple seconds so you can shut us off and we'll just get into giving some kind of theories on things and all that kind of jazz. So, uh, but yeah, later on, it kind of gets into uh, the gist of it, which was where she kind of starts realizing uh, memories of her father, which was really, really cool. And I think the the criticism of the idea of, oh, well, this is what's everything wrong with anime because you only like it because it's a cute character and you want to cry your tear, your tears because it's a cute character and they make they they thrive at your emotions because she's so cute and it's like no technically that's not the point of it the the more emotional impact of it was you're seeing the father and the father is she doesn't know what's going on cuz she's too young uh i think it kind of points out that she's like 5 or something like that or 5 or 7 when when it was all kind of happening the point was that he sees what's going on. She doesn't realize what's going on. You're seeing all the imagery of this big, gigantic... It looked like a the moon was falling on Earth or something like that. This big, gigantic planet was colliding with Earth. And he is putting together something to save her. And I think it... Uh, what was the the quote and the, the, the thing itself was... Um, I have it right here. The, at some point, she gets a message, which I believe was timed... To sh- I think everything in my theory is is that everything is being revealed to her at a destined a, dis- a destined time. So she's old enough that she could comprehend what what happened. Like she she was too young to know what happened. She's been up in this little capsule this entire time, and then at some point she's old enough that she would know, she would understand what had happened and be able to cope with it. And I think that 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 trigger to show her her home. And everything to start kind of being designed around her to reveal her memories was all preset by the father. And of course, she gets the message from the father, which thank uh, thank uh, thank you, Whiskey Jack uh, nineteen for posting on our, our forums. Got it from Reddit. It was a transcript from it, and it the message says there was just so little time left when, uh, after you were born. I don't know how much love I managed to pour into raising you after your mother died, but your smile kept me going. I would like to have come with you, but I couldn't. I wanted you to forget everything and move on. I knew you'd be all right. But you'll get lonely, and remember, 
I know you'll grow strong and read this letter someday. I really wish I could. Uh, we could have spent more time together. I'm sorry. Uh, you were just so young back then, too young to understand what they meant. So let me repeat my final words to you. So I think that definitely this was a predestined time that she would receive this, and it would be at a time when she'd be able to cope with it. And the letter was that extra thing to say, look, you were too young, and it, I think you're old enough now to kind of cope with what's happening, even though, of course, she's probably <laughs> going to be tore up by this whole thing. But it was that cool little concept of predestined time. You'd be able to cope with this. Here's what actually happened. And I want you, I built the shelter for you live on kind of thing, which was really cool. But at the same time, it's heartbreaking because you realize she's alone up there and she has nothing left except for this, this world basically that her father created for her. Yeah, it was, it was, it was one of those things that as you, as the, at first it's almost like a, um, kind of a, a, a little bird chapped in a, in a, in a, in a cage. And then slowly as, as it, as it moves forward, you start to realize the implications of what's being, what's, what's happening and what, what she's gone through. And then slowly as, as it's more revealed. And I, I, at some point looked over at Andrew, I was like, talk about melancholy. And then all of a sudden it gets all the way towards the end. And it's like, ow, that just hurts. So yeah, I, I love how it just pulled everything together, kept very tight got the got the impact in there because it, at first it's this kind of um exploring and 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 just an ex- expansion on her creativity of what she can do with this system that that was that she's using and and then you start to feel that it this is she's kind of trapped there even though it feels like she's got a lot of space it's she's really trapped there as you see the 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 sides of the walls and everything like that and then suddenly the 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 story kind of pulls it pulls it in i i just love the way it did it it, it was very very well streamlined in in its confining the story into it so it, i i don't know how to better describe it it feels more expansive at the beginning and then comes into a very very tight uh story at the end my, to get to be on my point though, it was the idea of it being this just nothing about a, this cute girl with some sad happenings, but like no, it technically it was more about the, like the self sacrifice of the father to protect her, and yet she, even though she is safe, she's still upset and she is isolated. It's like there's no getting around the fact that it's a really tragic story, <laughs> and I don't think that has anything to do with what the characters look like. Even though yeah, she is cute. Now that's great. It's more the the contribute to the character designers. Um, it was kind of funny seeing the behind the scenes also they were talking about he picked Ren because he likes the name Ren um, and everybody was like that's a cool name because technically that's like the the president of A1 Pictures daughter's name and he's like oh if that's weird we can change it like no 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 no, it's going to be Ren (laughs) so that was kind of a cool little thing there Um, I just noticed that the the synopsis says that it's uh, that she's 17 years old so technically I think the clock says the days is amount is about 7 years so she technically would be like 10 years when she was put up there so um, yeah, I also wanted to kind of get some quotes out here. Porter Robinson had, uh, had said, uh, Japanese pop culture and anime has been a huge influence in my music. Uh, so getting a chance to make uh, my own anime is very much a dream come true. To actually collaborate on creating an anime is just unbelievable. Uh, the video uh, for Shelter is the most concrete distillation of being immersed in a fantasy and its connection to reality. Most of our life experience now is in some way connected to technology. Uh, oh, shoot. This is trapped in an MMO, huh? It is. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen it a million times. 
the world of shelter is uh, uh, this uh, virtual reality universe that that she's stuck in has this superpower to create environments and go around and play in them and explore them every day. Uh, it's a beautiful notion and something that's relevant to my own sensibility as an artist. Uh, the president of A1 Pictures, Tomonori uh, Oshikoshi, uh, says Porter is extremely knowledgeable about Japanese animation, and he inspired us with his expect- expectations for what he could create. Maybe he was being like a Miyamoto, or not a Miyamoto, a Miyazaki or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody's shoulders the entire time. His expectations for what he uh, we could create, or he could create with us. Uh, the result collaboration is a work that A1 Picture can be proud of. Unlike Claudia Code that you guys goofed up on. Hey. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was definitely a really cool thing. Uh, I also want to get some uh, feedback from our forum because I, I created a thread and everybody kind of chimed in. It was really cool chatting about it. Uh, Logan said he loved everything about this. Um, I want to watch it over and over. You're not the only one. <laughs> this uh, The Genki guy says, wow, that was really quick six minutes. Very touching video and what a great song too. Uh, at first, I was confused about what was going on about the girl's backstory, but after a second watch, I decided to take a, uh, take a stab at it. He gave his perspective on it. Um, I don't want to read all that because that'll be a little bit too much. Tori says uh, that Megami Kono animation. I love it. Uh, this was beautiful, so beautiful it brought tears to my eyes. Tori cried. Wow, man, I got Tori tears here. Stuff's rare. You know, you know I'm it's totally good joking. if I'm Tori's joking. doing that. <laughs> Ayu said, uh, man, this was truly amazing. I was completely blown away by the six minutes. I'm not ashamed to admit that I bawled the first time I watched it. It amazed me how much emotion... Only the first time? It amazed me how much emotion and detail they managed to convey. This definitely is another testament to how beautiful show not tell can be. Uh, I've already watched it three times now, and I get something out of it. And the more I get out of it, uh, there's so much to notice. I kind of noticed that as well. It's kind of looking back at it and more of the idea of looking at the detail of the environments because the first time I watched through it was kind of more you're trying to I look at one thing and the next time you're watching In particular, else. I liked the goth scene. Yes, I love the little coat that she had. In her yeah. Room. Well, that was kind of one of those things where you can kind of definitely get different uh, symbolisms of each part of it because technically at that point it was just before she started getting the reveals. Yeah, she, was starting, she was starting so it was to get like a. It was almost like it's showing the funness of it. She's jumping around. She's having fun. She's jumping up on these pillars. And then towards the later part, it's more of getting darker. It's getting more slow. And then it goes into what she's kind of getting into, which is the reveal of everything that's kind of happened in her past. Gojira. Gojira. I'm sorry. I missed that, even though there's a cute little Godzilla thing there. Uh, This one's so beautiful. Made me cry a little bit. It's great writing prompt through. Might write a short story. It's pretty cool if it gets you inspired to, to start writing things. Starcase said, uh, wow, it looks so beautiful. Good music, great story. All in all, it was amazing and inspiring. Uh, thanks for posting. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. Um, see, I think that's pretty much it. I, I At some point, I kind of posed a question because <laughs> apparently there was a uh, petition given out to make an entire series out of it. And I'm like... I, yes, I I know that. Please, <laughs> no, you're not supposed to say that because I'm like I know the immediate response for me, anyways, is no. The six minutes it was what he created that story encompassed into. If you make it any longer, you're going to pretty much com- convolute it. Uh, but there's interesting ideas that people kind of pose is the idea of well, you can you can get into after that. Like you would assume that more people got out of there before it blew up. 
So maybe she gets in contact with somebody. And then there can be the whole question of like, well, now that she's been raised in basically in a virtual world, what would it be like for her to converse with somebody who grew up in the earth and remembers it still that is now having to adapt to living in a spaceship or something like that, where she's always been there. So it's no different to her. I mean, there's different things you can, you can pose there. You can pose maybe a story from the father's perspective during the time, but it's like, but it still takes away from the idea that this wasn't an all encompassed six minutes that kind of did a perfect job of doing what it did. So, but Chris disagrees. Apparently (laughs) I didn't say it wasn't perfect. I just say, yes, I would love I mean, I thought about it as, as, as we were watching it, it was like, I would love to see the story. I mean, six minutes is not enough for the story. I want far much more. Yeah. Uh, I'll do one more. Kukurik says, after finishing it, me, 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 it is not both in storytelling and visuals, but despite the fact that it's, uh, fact it was good. Uh, music track was really made, well made. Uh, this is another example of you don't need hours of ex- exposition to tell a coherent story type of show. And I can't even describe how much I appreciated that fact. On a side note, uh, can we have more anime stream worldwide on YouTube? It's so convenient and easy to watch. Yeah, I really like that aspect. The idea that it was like, yeah, here's on uh, YouTube. It's over here on Crunchyroll. Uh, they made it really readily available. So that was really cool that they kind of went that far with it. So, but yeah, I, I guess that's it. We ended up making 18 minutes out of a six-minute show. <laughs> but I like, I like the idea of kind of talking about this one because I wanted to make sure that got out there. I want people to know about it. I wanted to advertise it, basically. I think it was a really cool little project, and uh, definitely uh, glad to see that Porter Robinson pretty much was able to do something really artistic that I, I'm sure everybody that's listening to this would love to have access to A1 Pictures or some other studio or Kiwani, come on, <laughs> and be able to give them a story and tell them, this is what I want to create, and then create it and it be successful. Because it was streamed a lot of time, so definitely was was a successful little story. I want it on Blu-ray. I know it's six minutes Feel that 60 gigabyte disc full of this short little thing in high definition, no loss, and put... 500K? <laughs> yeah. Put all the all the cool little graphics or arts that you were doing that you show on the behind the scenes. Put that in a little hardbound book and slide in there. I'll be perfectly happy, but... With VR capabilities? No. Yeah, I guess, yeah, sure. <laughs> VR from her little virtual world. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I don't think they make their money back. <laughs> you, you can even tailor it to your iPad and you can Well, they can charge stuff. $200. I mean, it's six minutes with all those capabilities in, embedded in the in, in the one. Microsoft's over there like, crap, we were supposed to do that with mine, uh, Minecraft and you pulled <laughs> off before we could. No. Anyways, we hope you guys enjoy this little uh, quick, short review and talk about Shelter. Uh, we really enjoyed it and we hope you guys enjoyed it too. And uh, again, we're at talkspear.com. You can go there for our news reviews and coverage of new and old anime as well as our wonderful community. The form links at the top. Social media links on the right side. And thanks again for all of our Patreon supporters who help us keep the bills paid and keep the lights on for the website. We definitely appreciate all of our support, both vocally and through Patreon. And y'all take care. Os! Oh.